Hey everybody, this is Rob. And this is Sarah. And you're listening to How Much Do We Love? And this is episode 149. You're back from Hawaii. I am back from Hawaii. I am uh I'm bronzed Are and you? a little a little peely, but uh but uh very relaxed. And I'll tell you a bonus topic right off the top. How much do we love being in a climate that's hot but not humid? Oh, good. Well, lots. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, we're back in Chicago where it just feels like walking through chicken soup when you go outside. Oh, it's you know, like, we don't get that kind of humidity here, but it does get hot. But now so wait, so just so everyone knows you were on your honeymoon because you just got married. Yeah, it was really, really fun. And I haven't actually even talked to you about the trip at all yet. So let's hear yes. a couple of highlights. Do you want to like let's just sure. hit them? We uh we spent the whole uh the whole week we we were there for a little bit over a week, and we spent the whole time in on the island of Kauai. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things I liked, though, a little mini topic, I loved the time change in this case. I loved it, loved it, loved it. Because usually on vacation, I miss half the day because I'm a late sleeper. Mm-hmm. And in Hawaii, I woke up at about 6 a.m. every day. Nice. And so, like, the first couple days, uh, we were staying at the St. Regis in Princeville. It was a gift, folks. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> we are, Doug and I do not have the kind of means Fancy to uh, normally stay there. But how much do we love an upgrade? Oh, so much. Oh, we got there, and they're like, for $200 extra a night, which that's all we were going to be paying, really, mm-hmm. uh, you can have an ocean view suite and a butler and it comes a with butler own- i didn't know there was we had a, a butler we had a butler we had a cabana of our own Ooh. on the on the ocean and our view was of the mountain that they used to be bally high in the movie of south <sighs> pacific wow and speaking so- of south pacific yes and that was another thing we did <laughs> doug and i love to go to amateur theater uh a lot and in Kauai, every week, on every Wednesday, there is a resort that has a production of South Pacific that happens. Wow. And it was awesome. What's it was this? so awesome. And it was all together really bad and really terrific all at once. Like, it was the best boar's tooth ceremony you'll ever see because they had, like, <laughs> crazy good Polynesian dancers right. and... Like I said, like Bloody Mary's little kiosk of her selling things never looks that good. Or it looks very like party store. Right, like, right. Oh, I bought some. This was like the real deal. She had amazing <laughs> lays that she was giving out to people in the audience. And wow. Uh, it was funny. And we were also we were also saying that like a lot of times when you see South Pacific, especially in like the Midwest mm-hmm. and small towns, uh, they have a tough time with those ceremonial dances trying to find anyone who isn't lily white. Right. And this was like the opposite. Like half of the CBs and half of the nurses right. were Brownish. Polynesian or Pacific Islanders of some sort. And um it was lovely though, and and funny, and and weird, and you know we love doing stuff like that. That's um, fantastic. It was great. We we rented a convertible for the week, and um, everything in Kauai is within a drive. It's a really small island and pretty laid back. There are aspects of it that felt very, you know, 
Branson on an island kind mm-hmm. of thing. I kept telling people, I'm like, it's a lot like Branson, except for going to a hillbilly jamboree at night, you go to a luau. <laughs> right. And like, you would see the woman who was singing on your riverboat cruise, who was like teaching the, you know, mm-hmm. teaching you how to lula. You would see her later that night at another venue. And I'm like, oh, I love it. These like gigging musicians right, here. Right. Um, but we had we had a we had a blast. We had some celebrity sightings. Yes. Uh, Who did you see? Uh, we at saw your fancy hotel. We saw Doctor Oz and his whole family. They were at the St. Regis as well. Delicious. In fact, they were not in a cabana, but they were right in front of us. We, they were the only thing in between the cabana, our cabana, and the ocean. <laughs> the only the thing between me and the Pacific Ocean. And is I got Doctor Oz. <laughs> Doctor Oz has a very hairy back, but he looks really good in his swim trunks. Did he? He's got a very nice body. And his wife, you know, they have three, like, pre-teenage and and or teenage kids. Mm -hmm. And his wife was wearing a bikini and just, like, rocking it out. Well, they're into the health. They are into the health. That's their thing. Except for their teenage son, who I couldn't help notice ordered french fries at dinner when they also were one table over from us at dinner. Teenagers enjoy the fries. They do. And I uh, was trying not to judge. But you couldn't help. It's still America. But I was, like, looking at him and I was like, What's Dr. Oz ordering? Is it? What did he you know, order? Is he, he, is he like having steel fish? cut oatmeal? <laughs> you know. Um, and then on the other side of us, in on both at the beach and at that same restaurant, was um, Brad Wallach, who's kind of the redhead uh, with glasses from Chelsea Handler's uh, panel of comics that's always on Chelsea lately. Lately, mm-hmm. excellent. We love him. He's kind of one of our favorite people on that show. And Doug was like super starstruck that he was there. And his wife was pregnant, but wearing a cute little bikini. And then, um, and they actually kept walking past Doug and I and staring at us as if Doug and I were celebrities, which we enjoyed too. Just because we had the fancy cabana. It looked like we were very Well, you are the co-host of the How Much Do We Love podcast. True. He probably and recognized had, you from that. that full, like, um, you know, we had a we had a cabana boy who came over and like uh, gave us complimentary fruit plate and kept bringing us drinks. You love a fruit plate. I love a mai tai. I discovered. I heard I, about it a few one night. I was getting some texts. I love <laughs> them. Like a really well made mai tai. Good they stuff. taste exactly like canned Hawaiian punch from when I was a kid. <laughs> Except with booze. Delicious. I'm like, that's why they called it Hawaiian Punch, everybody. <laughs> they tried to make my type of I get it now. I get it. It's all become clear to me. Wouldn't it be fun to have a Mai Tai and serve it in a can with the little triangle punched holes? That would be good. Wouldn't that be? I don't know how you'd pull that off, but. Um, well, we, happen. another thing, you know, I love going to tastings. Yes. And, oh, right. And we, and we did a coffee tasting. Mm enjoyable and toured a little coffee plantation and of course came home with gigantic bags of uh uh, hawaiian Mm -hmm. well yeah they i don't think they can call it kona if it's grown on Kauai, but um it's similar yes um so we bought a bunch of that although they were serving kona in our hotel room which had a sensio which is the kind of individual coffee cup Right, that we we enjoy that you and I both have, and so I, of course they had sent they had Kona pods. They did, but were they weren't the Sensio brand Kona pods? It was Sensio brand. They were Royal Kona coffee. Ooh, delicious. Pod. So I gotta say, the Sensio brand Kona pods, 
kind of one of the better pods. It is. Yeah, the it's 10%, pretty good. 10% Kona. Kona. It's a good cup of coffee for a Desencio sidebar. Yeah. So well, I, I I stole all of the pods before. I, I don't think it's stealing. I think they're available. I think Oopie. probably it was they expect that. But yeah. I sure emptied them out. Good. And they and if they, you know if you're in a really nice hotel with great toiletries, I and they always have like the big size, mm-hmm. almost like half bottle size. I put them all in my suitcase at the end of every night. So when housekeeping comes, I want to right up. Want a fresh? Yep. It's so budgetary. Um, Everybody does. Anyway, that. it was it was fun. We had a great time. We went to a we went to a luau. We we went uh, on a riverboat cruise. I went on a catamaran, which I've never done anything fun. like that. Out in the middle of the ocean, and there were like these two trampolines at the front. That yes, sit on. That's the tra- fun part of the catamaran. I was uh, I was so game for it, and I was like, Wait. done. I am on the trampoline. I'm on the trampoline for the whole ride. Wait, do you remember? I think I told this on the show that years, several years ago, on the Fourth of July, I was out on a catamaran. Do remember that for, to yeah. see the fireworks show? But it's really cold because it's the middle of the bay and it's freezing. And and one of my friends, who was the one who had suggested that we go, she was like, yeah, let's get on the trampoline, and nobody else would because it was really cold. We were all like wearing windbreakers and drinking hot chocolate and she gets out there and she's the only one out there and then all of a sudden like we hit a wave and then it's as if someone's taken like a five gallon bucket from you know stage right and just tosses it into the scene all over with just arctic san francisco bay water oh i love it do you remember that and there was this pause where everybody was like i mean everyone not just the people in our group everybody was like (laughs) oh my god is she gonna be cool about it and then she started laughing yeah so that's what i think of when i because she's like yeah this is the best place and then she yeah. got drenched, which I'm sure during the sun-kissed Hawaiian afternoon oh, is much yeah. more pleasant. This was, yeah, this was the morning. The we got we got on at 7 a.m. We had lunch and breakfast and happy hour all on this oh catamaran. My God, that sounds fantastic. And they, and they played tunes like they were like playing like at first like traditional Hawaiian stuff, but once the drinks started flowing, they just put on like James Taylor's greatest hits. <laughs> Your favorite. Which is normally a nightmare for me. But I, James I kind of loved James Taylor when James I Taylor. had a couple drinks in me and I was on the trampoline. I was like, yes, JT. Bring it. I'm singing like oh Mexico, and hitting big waves. Now um did you do any snorkeling type activities? That was an option on the catamaran day, but I felt a little like Doug doesn't swim. Hmm. Yeah, he I likes the water. That. Like he got in the ocean with me a couple times, right. but he, he like kind of like splashes around. Yeah. So um, we had met another couple. Oh, that was my next question. Did you make any vacation buddies? See, I'm not good at that. No, it's but not I, your thing. And I found in Hawaii, more people were um, approaching me and talking to me than Doug. Like, usually Doug is the one who's, like, Hmm. made best friends with everyone in line for the roller coaster. This was, like, when we sat down for dinner at the dinner theater, when we sat down at the luau, when we sat down on the catamaran, I inevitably got the chatty person next to me and ended up, you know, having a great time. And we met this really cute lesbian couple that lives in Milwaukee and... Um, so we ended up like, while everyone else was snorkeling, uh, we ended up sitting and just chatting with them for a long time. Nice. It was great. And I, I had a moment, I'm like, am I going to regret not getting in the ocean right now? And, yeah, like uh, offshore. <laughs> yeah. But then I looked down in the water and saw all the fishies swimming all around with everyone. I'm like, it's no, a draw I for I'm a good. lot of people. And then for me, I was like, eh, I think I'm good. I'm good. I can see them. Splash, yeah, splash, it, splash. 
And we we saw like 40 dolphins and they were spinner cool. dolphins, which like fly up in the air and do tricks for you as you're coming towards them. And so uh, and we saw sea turtles. It was great. Oh, we had jealous. a good time. It was a lot of it was a lot of fun. Uh, our friend uh, Heidi has been there a couple times and she gave me a lot of like things not to miss kind mm-hmm. of things. And um, she said to me, you're going to find yourself plotting to get back even while you're still there. And we found ourselves about three days in being like, you know what? We'll do that the next time we come. Yeah. So it was one of those vacations. Like definitely we were relaxed and didn't feel any pressure to see it all or do it all yeah. because we're like, you know what? We're going to come back because we love this so much. That sounds pretty fantastic. It was good. And I, I, will, uh, I would recommend the Lonely Planet um, guidebook. We found it to be invaluable. It was oh, our good. favorite. And uh, Doug's dad had been like a judge of travel books at some point. And so Doug like didn't knew. even know that was a thing you could be. I think it is. I, you know, they award like, you know, the best guidebook for right. certain places. And his dad has, uh, has always advocated the Lonely Planet ones, which uh-huh. are, yeah, you those know, are good. They're good. And they're, and they're, you know, they'll say, hey, this is, they had really fun things. Like if you're looking for the best, I can't remember what they're called. Like, they're donuts. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're basically like sopapillas, but they're, uh, Hawaiian. Uh, Hawaiian <laughs> or port, but they're from Portuguese, the like descent. Anyway, but they they really said at one point, they're like, go to the Kmart in the mini mall. There's a woman who sets up shop there. Hers are the best on the island. So we would try things like that. Yeah, like, that's great. Let's go. And, um, and awesome. we, yeah, it was, it was great. It was fun. Thanks for asking. Oh, the other tasting we did was a rum tasting, which oh. gets me back to my ties and delicious. Well, I didn't go to Hawaii, but I had a barbecue. <laughs> That's really good, too. It was, sounded like a very successful you know party. It, I like that. It was. Um, it was a really fun group of people. It ended up being about 20 people, which is a lot of people in my little backyard. And um, there were a lot of how much we love things represented. I made the Trader Joe's carne asada on the grill mm-hmm. from episode two. Yes. And I did very good job with my meat plaid. Yes, and pollo asada as well. And I grilled some zucchini and I made the sagaponic corn pudding, which is a recipe I learned from Rob and Martha Stewart and various other things. Um, And uh, but you know how we love the longstanding practical joke? Yes. From a previous episode. Well, kind of a new one started. Okay. So I'm sitting. We were all outside most of the night and then it got a little chilly and a few people were in my living room and I'm sitting in there with some people I don't really know very well. They're people I like very much and I invited them, but they'd never been to my house before and and um, they're like, oh, your house is so lovely. Your things are so nice. And at some point I look up and I have these um, five framed old, like from the 20s Vogue cover prints mm-hmm. that are really lovely and elegant. And I have two of them over the piano and three over the sofa. And I look up at one point and I realize that the middle one has been replaced with a framed poster of three tiny Siamese kittens in a basket. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a poster that um, <laughs> so the Barry family who are the ones who gave us all of their tips about Disney going to Disney in yes. the how much do you love um, contest a couple of years ago when they were new friends I had a murder mystery dinner party you know where you assign characters and people come in costumes yes. and they won the costume contest and the prize was this poster and then I had seen neither hide nor hair of it since then and it actually never really even thought about it but now it's hanging in my living room I haven't had the um <laughs> the energy to take it down. I also found a gnome statue in my freezer. Oh. So, Barry's, if you're listening, these are both in play. 
Oh, yes. And I feel like everyone who is at the party, if any of you are listening, you're all, it's fair game, fair warning. It's an amazingly bad poster. Yeah. Two of them are in a basket with some crappy, like, silk hydrangeas. Mm. And they're kind of, oh, they're terrible little, like, Siamese baby Ernestos, but they just, oh, it's terrible. But it it looks like it maybe came from, like, a scholastic book club. Yes. I know where it came from. When I had the swine flu, I asked my friend Arlo to bring me some soup, and he came over with some soup and also that poster and a stack of magazines that I would never be interested in, like California Decks. Oh. Like a whole magazine about decks. Um, and so then I passed it off to for the for that contest. Anyway, so that was enjoyable. They also brought an enormous, like, Costco-sized jug of puffy cheese balls, mm-hmm. which then I might have been eating for dinner for the last four nights. Okay. And I may have made a necklace of them. The necklace is outstanding. I So I had posted that I had a lot of cheese balls on Facebook, and one of my friends said, I dare you to make a necklace. I was like, what? That's the easiest dare ever. Get me some know, needle right? and thread. And so I posted Here I a go. picture. I'll put it on the How Much Do You Love page. Um, it may have been my most popular Facebook post ever. I was like, really? This didn't, didn't seem that, didn't even really seem like that big of an accomplishment. We've all strung popcorn on a garland. It was just cheese balls. I did put but, on lipstick for the picture. But anyway. Oh, yeah. um, you look really cute in it. Thank you. It's now my profile picture. So, uh, but one of the other things I did made for the party is our first new topic. And this is a recipe that I saw on Mad Hungry with Lucinda Scalaquin, um, who we've spoken of in the past. You know, we enjoy her and her cookbook. Yes. She made uh, these and I made them. How much do we love frozen margarita watermelon pops? Sounds delicious. I had never thought of freezing watermelon, but what you do is you take a, like a small <clears throat> watermelon and you slice it into sort of wedges and you cut the core off or the rind rather. Mm-hmm. And um, so you've got kind of triangles and mm-hmm. then you just put it, you mix up essentially a margarita. It was tequila, um, triple sec or some kind of orange liqueur and fresh lime juice and a pinch of salt, put it in a, you know, like a flat baking dish and stick the watermelon pieces in there and let them soak it up for about 15 or 20 minutes then you stick a popsicle stick in them and put them in the freezer. I love it. Delicious. Not terribly boozy, but they just had a good slight margarita limey twang to them. But the texture of the frozen watermelon, especially with this additional liquid in it, was delicious. It sounds amazing. And especially in this weather, it seems like that oh, would be perfect. such a nice treat at the end of the day. Yeah. So I'll um, I'll put that recipe up. But uh, it was so easy. And in the, in the recipe, it actually called for watermelon and cantaloupe. But hmm. I only did, which I think would be fantastic, but I only did watermelon. But um, that's our first time, which do we love? I love, I'm also kind of intrigued with the idea of alcoholic cocktail popsicles, like actual popsicles, not not fruit mm-hmm. on a stick. But And I bought, um, there are a couple of blogs where I keep seeing these recipes that look fantastic. And right. uh, I bought a popsicle mold set at Target, but I haven't made any yet. So maybe that'll be a future topic. I have some popsicle mold uh, molds that I got at Ikea a couple of years ago. Yeah, I got these were on sale at Target for 99 cents. I was like, I need these. When I was a kid, we mainly had homemade popsicles. They're I feel delicious. Like we, my mom, it was like put Kool-Aid into the molds from Tupperware and freeze them. That's done and what done. Our, most of our... We all, we had commercial ones sometimes, <clears throat> but I always thought the homemade ones were cooler. Mm. They were good. I didn't. <laughs> well, I wanted a bomb pop. Um, you probably wanted... Um, Frosted Flakes, too. We had those. I did. I wasn't allowed to have sugar cereals. We had all that. I don't know why. I have the cavities to prove it. Um, 
<laughs> so anyway, frozen margarita watermelon pops. That's my first I wanna, how much do we love. I want to try that. You know, something we did a couple years ago for Doug's birthday, which is in the middle of summer and always hot as blazes. It, it was um, it was something I got out of Martha Stewart that uh, I cut watermelon into perfect cubes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I already like where this is going. And stacked them kind of like in a, like, I don't know. Kebab like a, format? No, I didn't do kebab format. I did like a Jenga game down oh. on its side. So it was like a loaf of cubes, but it Ooh. looked really pretty, kind of almost like sashimi tuna yeah. the way it was cut. And then you just pour Campari over the whole thing. What? That sounds fantastic. And then you put it in the fridge while you're give, getting everything else ready for your barbecue or whatever. And then that's a good like amuse yeah. for your barbecue. Like sit that down in the middle of the table while everyone's sitting around and visiting. It's delightfully Ooh. boozy. And Doug is really into Campari and Negronis. And it's and great it, with the watermelon because the watermelon yeah. is so sweet. And the Campari is bitter. And it, and it heightens the color of the watermelon just perfectly. Ooh. So it's a really easy little um, boozy. But I bet that would be good frozen, too. I bet it would. Put that right on a stick. Mm, yummy. Mm. Delicious. Delicious. I also, we also made three batches of fancy jello shots. I made the two I'd made before, the, the one with the grapefruit and the Prosecco and the Saint-Germain, and also the French lemonade, which was a Chambord layer and a vodka and lemonade layer. But then my friend Tori, who was visiting, she had made those and she said, um, I want to try making one on my own. And so she made essentially, it was like a margarita, but when she was heating up the juice and stuff, with the, she put in some chopped jalapeno because I had half Ooh. of a jalapeno left over from a recipe. So Ooh. they were like jalapeno margarita jello shots. They were a big hit. Fun. They were good. Everybody uh, slurped them right up. Speaking of which, I don't know if I thanked Suzanne, a listener who lives in the Chicago area, who brought fancy jello shots to the Pride Parade. Oh, I yes, you kind of mentioned it, but I never really got the scoop. Is that Shazam? Shazam, yeah. yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I'm just not putting that together. She, uh, I heard they were super showed, fancy. They were really fancy. She did three different flavors of Cosmos. Like there was a Mandarin mm. Cosmo and a white, uh, a white cranberry Cosmo and traditional Cosmo. And she brought them and uh, she just had cut them in little squares, but she had them in like a black uh, takeout container with the little white top on it. So they full on look like sushi. Everyone's That's like, fantastic. are you eating sushi? And, in the hot uh, sun. <laughs> in the hot sun. But uh, she brought, there was a ton of them in that little container and uh, the PNS boys and uh, all of our friends um, and how much do we love fans, whatnot, all of us in our little uh, group of people mm-hmm. watching the Pride Parade in front of the Jewel enjoyed her delicious jello shots. Yum, that sounds good. fantastic, Shazam. All right, yeah, now good. let's talk about um, two summer TV shows we're enjoying. Well, I loved, first of all, that I have a friend like you who could send me a list of shows that I should just be on the watch out for. Well, you got, you know how I do my thing in the fall, right? I make my whole yes. list of all the new shows. I did one for the summer this year, and then good. I curated it for ones that I thought Rob and Doug might like, and I sent it over. And Doug loves a list as right? by his Oscar, Oscar spreadsheet preparation <laughs> every year. So he went to town with the season passes. Mm-hmm. And the one that I love and I feel like 
uh, I feel like it's so us that I think most of our listeners will love yeah. is Rhett and Link Commercial Kings really on the good. IFC. It's really good. We kind of made mention of Rhett and Link in a past episode. But I didn't know who they were at that point. We yeah, were talking so about low commercials. That this all happened. Yeah. Um, Rhett and Link are the guys who did the commercial The Red House Furniture, which... Uh, it was kind of a viral video that a bunch of us in the theater community here in Chicago were passing around and everyone singing the song from. Uh, they And we've talked about them. What they do is they find local businesses who want a commercial and they make a commercial for them. So now they have a television show that shows the process of that. They meet the local business owner. They get to uh, know they what they're about. Get, Get to know them, like, how? what's your angle? What do you need? Why do you need new customers? Uh, and Who are you they, trying to reach? And they put together these hilarious commercials. Uh, there's There's been some really good ones. The, there was, like, for a dog walker, for a cat hotel. Uh, there the was presidential a- car wash was really amazing. My favorite so far, and I'm one episode behind, was the one for um, a hair salon in um no, i can't remember where it is but it's in california uh oh now I yeah remember. i think so far all of them have been in california yeah it was a town that i knew i was like hey but now i can't remember where for um troy's troy's spot hair salon which was a yeah. an african-american hair salon it was trying to attract some non-african-american customers it's amazing it's really silly it's on ifc um you can also probably find all of the actual commercials on YouTube. I know they have a website too. Let's see what it is. They have a website. They also have a podcast where I think you can Ooh. get just just the commercials. Delicious. I, it um it's a, I think it's pretty much a video uh, podcast. I looked at a couple of oh, them I as I was subscribed to that. Prepping for my flight. Yeah. But I I haven't watched any of them so I can't. Oh, you can go to redandlink.com. Red R H E T T. Um, and then from there, you can get to all of their commercials and information about the show. They're both adorable. I have a little crush on both of them. Yeah, they're like a little like shades of Flight of the Concords. Like they're a little hipster, hipster little more boys. hipstery and younger. They seem yeah. young to me. Oh, Penny just jumped up. Hi, Penny. Um, enjoyable Rhett and Link Commercial Kings. Check it out. It's on IFC, so it probably runs all you know those cable shows. They run it a million times. Yeah. Um, this week the taxidermy. Oh, I can't wait. I it's have it so on good. I don't want to give it away for Sarah, but oh my gosh. Nope. It's Chuck Testa. That's all you need to know. <laughs> like, it's so good. I, it makes me giggle. They're funny. And, um, and they're, and they're good. Like they put the kind of their trending thing that they want for Twitter at the bottom of the screen while you're watching. So it's fun to, while you're watching, uh, go and look we'll at see what people on Twitter are saying. And because a lot of times Rhett and Link, when they're doing the premiere of that episode, they are tweeting live and asking you questions. It's very Ooh. cool. I like an interactive little geekdom like that. Social Fun. media. Yeah. Um, oh, I love it. I'm going to, I just, you told me about that. And so I just added them on Twitter, but I haven't really looked yet. So Red and Link Commercial Kings, the other one we're enjoying. And I kind of, I'm going to be honest and say, when I heard about the show, it was like, nope, not going to watch it. And then I got sucked in. It's uh, called Rocco's Dinner Party. It is on... Mm, bravo 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 um it's rocco despirito who remember he had that he you know celebrity chef remember he had that show called the restaurant yeah it was kind of one of the first uh build the restaurant from the yeah but he was you know it was, of a, it was a couple he was kind years of a jackass on it 
Remember? He's he's still is kind of a jackass. Yeah, he on was this. really <laughs> kind of a jackass. Not as far as being a chef, but just like as a guy on the restaurant. I remember thinking, yeah. not because he's very cute. But he, very, he lost look, me a little bit on the restaurant. Very, very, very confident. And he's still kind of a jackass on this show, but then it's only in the first section. And then I appreciate it. So the premise is, um, he's it's a it's a like a home chef competition for people to cook a dinner, uh, cook two different dinner parties for his guests. So it starts with three chefs. They each have to cook a signature disc dish. Rocco tastes them all. This is the part where he's kind of douchey. And then he eliminates one person. And then the other two each get to throw a dinner party for his guests. And then the guests are different each time. And it's all these really fun, random people. Fun, random is the best way to describe it. Be right? Like they're, and, they're, and, and they do a good job of if it feeling like a dinner party. Like if you were throwing a dinner party and you didn't want to just invite your good friends, like – who would have fun with who and who would have a lot to talk about. And sometimes it has to do with the theme a little bit, but a lot of times it doesn't. It's just a fun, like there's always like one kind of comedian type person. Mm-hmm. and Or there might a, be like a socialite party planner from New yeah. York. Or I mean, and now of course Or a can't, sports person. Yeah. I can't think of anyone who's been on it now, but I keep thinking of the people in the previous, like Liza Minnelli, Kat Dealey, yeah. I think is going to be on one. Kat Dealey is going to be on. Um, so far we've had like... Um, Melissa Joan Hart was just on. Oh, yeah, I'm uh, one we, behind. We had, a, we had a bunch of people from, uh, I feel like we had Lorraine Bracco, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We, She's been there on was, so there many was, of those shows. There was a whole, there was a whole Italian uh, yes, episode yes. where they had like restaurant, there's almost always a restaurateur or another mm-hmm. celebrity chef who comes. Uh, th- this past week, there was uh, like a guy who was like the king of all cheese plates and like mm, art, cheese plate. artisanal cheeses. Um, Mo, Mo Rocca was on this past week who I really enjoy. Mo, Mo Rocca had a funny joke where he turned to Rocco and said, if we same sexed marriage, you'd be named Rocco Rocca. Nice. I like the Mo Rocca on the wait, wait, don't tell me. Yeah. It's yeah. a, it's a lot of just fun. Uh, what I, one of the things I like about it is that it's, um, it's a, it's a competition, but it changed. You could jump in at one week and you're fine. The other, there's no arc. It's it's there, there's no arc. There's new yeah, competitors each time. They're all sort of freestanding, self-contained episodes. And there's this ridiculous loft that they are filming this in, which I wonder if it's really his loft. Oh, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure that's home. a set. I'm sure it's not. Yeah. But, uh, but it's ridiculous. The kitchen is stunning. They seem to have some sort of sponsorship deal with La Crusade because- Oh, they have all those pots- Oh my! And the Crocs yeah. that all the utensils in are La Crusade. The yeah. mortar and pestle is La Crusade, and and then there. So one whole side is these bright colored, all different colored mismatched La Crusade, and the other side is all this beautiful cast iron. And then there's beautiful copper. They have like three or four different um, rooms that the contestants get to choose. Do they want the terrace, or they want the elegant room, or the the um, upscale room? And they and they also each get to meet with this party planner to help them decorate and do the theme of of the design for the party it's cute i like it. i like it i wasn't gonna watch summer tv it's good summer tv so i kind of feel like that's it yeah we did a a hawaii recap we recapped a long-standing practical joke we loved about your party yes a little bit we love a frozen uh margarita watermelon pop yes i'm gonna try it they're good and we love two summer viewing opportunities Rhett and Link Commercial Kings. And Rocco's Dinner Party. On IFC and Bravo, respectively. 
Still so watching good. Trashy Big Brother people. I'm also secret. I'm whispering because it's embarrassing. I'm watching Love in the Wild. Is that just me? Ooh. Is it just me? Am I the only one? It's terrible. I like it. <laughs> I'm whispering because it's embarrassing. Um, it's terrible. But I love it. I'm kind of sucked in now. All right, so that's it. We'll see you next time on How Much Do We Love? Thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. Bye.